our ancestors in the faith, the Jewish people, were about to cross the river into the promised land. Our ancestors, who had been wandering around in the desert for 40 years, were about to cross the river to enter into the land that God had promised to them when he freed them from slavery in Egypt. And there wasn't no bridge like if we go into Berwick. No. God was about to do something different. What did he do? Moses had died. Joshua was in charge, or rather, God was in charge, but Joshua, God chose and God used to lead his people. And God said to Joshua, Hey, send, get the priest to get the Ark of the Covenant. Send the Ark of the Covenant into the Jordan River. And here's what I'm going to do I, to prove to you that I am still with you, to prove to the people that you are my chosen instrument, I'm going to part the river. I'm going to stop the water from flowing down. I'm going to dry up the river. And all of God's holy people walked through what used to be the river and found themselves in the land that God had promised. They had been eating manna and quail. When they had come out of Egypt, they complained against God about not having food and not having water. So God, He provided water for them miraculously from a rock. Literally. Moses took his stick, hit the rock, and water came out. And some say that that water even went with them, like the rock followed them. I don't know if they picked it up and it kept giving water or by some miracle God provided them water and by some miracle God provided them every day miraculous bread from heaven and God provided them every day flesh from heaven he sent quail at the same time every day that just like stayed there for them to kill and to cook and eat for 40 years between the time when God rescued them from slavery in Egypt and brought them through the Red Sea all the way to the time when God brought them through the Jordan River and welcomed them into the Promised Land. He gave them miraculous bread and miraculous flesh from heaven. We have been rescued from Egypt. You and me. You and I have been rescued from Egypt by the water of our baptism. We were in original sin. We were slaves, not to Pharaoh, the wicked king of Egypt, but to the devil. We 
needed to be adopted as sons and daughters of God. And what did God do? God took us through the waters, not of the Red Sea, but through the waters of baptism. We became Christians and we were free. And now, now we journey. Now we walk to the promised land. Not for 40 years, most of us, please God, most of us 70 or 80 or 90 years, God willing, we walk through the promised land in preparation to go through the river of death and be born to eternal life. So what does God give us? How does God provide for us? Y'all, life is hard. I don't have to tell you that. But sometimes it helps to hear. Walking through the desert ain't easy. And God says, I am with you always. We heard that just a couple weeks ago. We heard our mission. Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And then, the last clause, the last piece of a sentence, the last words that Jesus says before he goes into heaven, as recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, is, And behold, I am with you always, always, even until the close of the age. Even until, not just you, but this whole world passes through the waters of death to, if we receive the grace of baptism, if we are in a state of grace, be born to eternal life. And I have given to you. I give to you today at Mass. Miraculous flesh from heaven that looks like, that appears to be bread from heaven. In the Old Testament, Jesus gave miraculous bread, miraculous flesh. And in the New Testament, Jesus gives miraculous flesh, which looks like bread. His body, blood, soul, and divinity. The Eucharist is not merely a symbol. The Eucharist is not merely a sign. But we we all know this, Catholics. The Eucharist is God. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. There, in that tabernacle. And in a few minutes, here, on this altar, by the power of the priesthood which Jesus instituted, by the power of God working through the hands of the priest, bread 
and wine will turn into God. Because if in the Old Testament we were given miraculous bread from heaven, in the New Testament we have to be given something greater. And Jesus Christ says, this is my body. This is my blood. The blood of the covenant. Given why? Given for you. To be with you. To strengthen you. To sustain you. So that if you are in a state of grace, you come, I come, we come together and receive our food for the journey, our nourishment, our protection, our life as we walk through this desert between our baptism and between our death. As we walk through this desert between our freedom from sin and from Satan and from slavery to please Jesus, our passing through death into the promised land of heaven committed mortal sin, of course, we don't come to the Eucharist first. We go to confession first, then we come to the Eucharist. If we've committed venial sin, and unless you just got out of the confessional, we probably all have some venial sin on our soul. If you've committed venial sin, then we come to Jesus when in confidence in His mercy and knowing that receiving God in our bodies, He forgives us of our venial sin by our receiving Holy Communion. He strengthens us to live a life of grace. He enters into deep and abiding relationship with us. And if that's hard to believe, think about it this way. God created the whole universe. We all believe that. He created the sun and the moon and the stars. He created the oceans and the mountains. The fish in the sea, the birds of the air, the animals on land, and you and I, you and me, human beings. If God could create all of that, if God could create and sustain the whole world, then to turn bread and wine into himself, and to make it still look like bread and taste like bread and look like wine and taste like wine, to transform the substance of bread and wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ? That's easy. For God who made the universe? That's easy. And He told us what He was going to do. He did it actually Himself. He showed us what He was going to do. This is my body. This is my blood given up for you. As we receive Holy Communion today, or the next time that you're in a state of grace to receive, as we come to church, whether it's on Tuesdays for adoration, or whether we just come and know that Jesus is there in the tabernacle, Let us remember that 
God loves us this much. That God is with you. He is with me. Because he's right there in the tabernacle, in the Eucharist. Behold, I am with you always. I am your strength. I am your nourishment. I am your healing. Always and to the end of the age.